Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is September 27th, 2021. It is not Victory Monday. It is Sad Monday. We got a case About of the morning Monday. We got a case of the Mondays. That's true. Yeah. We do. Horrible, do. horrible, horrible feeling yesterday. And it was funny because we're sitting there. It was probably about halfway through the fourth quarter. And we went, wow, we forgot what this felt like. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> It was a very, very strange feeling. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't oh. like it. I don't I like it. I don't know. I'm just calling you. Oh. Uh, you know, though, the intro is a little bit wrong. We did have a goal to go 17-0. Yeah. So that dream was shattered. I guess better it's shattered now than, you know, nine games in. Right. Or in the playoffs. Yes. You know, it's yes. to to the Rams, this was a playoff game. To us, this was week three. You know, Seriously? it, it yeah. wasn't, they were so much more uh, on fire. I mean, you saw C- Coach McVay was just running up and down the field. Every time they made a good play, he like was an like, idiot. Yeah, acting like they were winning the Super Bowl. I know. You know, and, you know, to them, it was. I know was, they had was, celebrities up in the boxes. The whole oh my gosh. cast of Ted Lasso was there. Yes, uh, you had musicians, actors. Mm-hmm. Everybody was there for this game. Yes, and imagine blowing your wad on week three. <laughs> <laughs> like this is is this the the pinnacle of what they're going to mm-hmm. be? This is it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, they played a good game, I thought. They were much Absolutely. more physical than us. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, the quarterback, you know, he's a real deal. He's, he was slinging it out there. He was making good decisions and, uh, you know, good accuracy and everything. But that's – we got a lot to talk about in this game. We got a lot to talk about. Before we do that, though, I want to get to something extremely important. Okay. Gay stats. <laughs> Just get this out of the way. I was like, I had no idea what it was. Yeah. What's Ralph going to say? Just get this out of the way so we can start grousing about this performance on Sunday. Okay. Gay stats. Our boy, Carl Nassib, used to be the uh, defensive end, right? He was a defensive end. Yes. Was he here before? (sighs) He was here one year for Bruce Arians, where he was an outside linebacker. Okay. Okay. Uh, But he played with us, and we loved him. We thought he was great. We were sad to see him go. Uh, but we were good, glad to see he would go and get more playing opportunities, although it doesn't appear that way. We'll talk about that in a second. I thought he was going to. So uh, this week against Miami, uh, gay stats, he is the first openly gay NFL player. Active. Active. That's right. Act- Man, it's such a long title. First openly gay active NFL player. And he recorded four tackles. Uh, only one solo, three of them were assists, and he got a quarterback hit. He played 24 defensive snaps, which was 29% of the game. Now, it's getting lower every week. First week, he played 44% of the snaps. Second week, he played 38% of the snaps. This week, he played 29% of the snaps. 
So, you know, he, he's got to get that gay meter up or something, man. I it's know. not, you know, maybe, maybe Gruden is just like, you got too much attention, son. Yes, That's the media does is it. reporting too much on it. And I saw another tweet from a journalist or a sports writer, rather, person who writes about sports, <laughs> lamenting that it, it he wasn't a bigger deal this weekend. Well, he needs to listen to our podcast because, you know, we are doing gay stats every week. It's important. We need to know. I can't wait till you know a player comes out with a foot fetish i'll do i'll do foot fetish stats first openly active foot fetish player you know they're there oh yeah yeah probably more of them that's a real big fetish man i you know it, it shocked me when i first found out about foot fetishes i was like what the and surprisingly it wasn't through the internet i knew a guy in real life who had it i was just like what that's a thing anyhow so far this year the first openly gay active NFL player has recorded five solo tackles, one and a half sacks, and one forced fumble, setting records every week. Every week. Every week. And we're here for it. All right. <laughs> Enough for the good news. <laughs> Let's get to the game. <laughs> oh, we really wanted to do a podcast last night after the game. Molly was just I didn't. She, you were you were talking you talked for like two hours after the game about the game. And you, you even said, I wish we could record this. I but don't remember. If only we had a way to record <laughs> things in this day and age. In this household. Especially, you know, mobile, because we were all over the house. I know. Um well, we were we were a little tipsy, so I think it probably would have been not for the better. I, I'm sure the listeners would have enjoyed it. You know, you are fine, tipsy. I slur. I get the slur. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure it's genetic because yes. my mother does the same thing. Yes. So, but Molly was cracking me up as soon as she lost. As soon as we lost, I'm sitting here. You know, I'm like, oh man, you know, this kind of sucks and everything. And you were just, you were almost ecstatic. I mean, not ecstatic, but you were just cackling. You were like, oh, they done screwed up now. They Y'all done, done sc- messed up now. Because <laughs> you're like, you were like, the, Tom Brady is going to destroy them in the playoffs. It's going to be embarrassing. Yes. And then we're going to go win the Super Bowl in, in their, their home stadium. Yeah. Y'all done fucked up now. You done. This was the worst thing you could have done. You should have let us win this one. Mm hmm. Well, that's what, three years in a row now they beat us. Uh, we already had Mike Evans in the lead-up to this game in his press conference saying, oh, I wish we had seen them in the playoffs last year so we could have beat them then. Right. So they already have a grudge just from the regular season last year when they beat us. <laughs> and now they got two. Like, it's over, dog. You're yes. done. Yeah, and you were saying, did they not see what we did to New Orleans last year? New Orleans, I mean. And you make good points. I mean, it was like New Orleans just stomped us in the ground mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. One in, on national TV, very embarrassingly. Mm-hmm. And then we meet them in the playoffs and we just ended it. We ended Drew Brees' career. So Matthew Stafford, this yeah. might be your last year playoff. Yeah. Well, he's 0-3 in the playoffs, so. I'm like, yeah, right. You know, we got Tom Brady, you got Matt Stafford. Yes, like, great. Yeah, I w- I would say, you know, I keep a a list every time uh, when we, we we play a game, whether we win or lose. I always write down, do we did we win? 
you know, and, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I talk about this quite frequently. Uh, did we win? Did they lose? Uh, did they win? Did we beat ourselves? Did they beat themselves? Or did the refs decide the game? In this one, we beat ourselves. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the Rams, although I'm going to. They played a great game. Like I said, they were much more physical than we were. And, you know, they had they had a good game plan. Things worked out for them. But we just shot ourselves in the foot constantly. Uh, it, you know, it was, it was kind of disheartening. You know, we brought our C game, maybe C plus. You know, they brought their A game. You know, and that's what I said. I said, if we don't bring our B game, at least, they're going to beat us. You know, I knew it was going to be a tough game. But besides that, the refs helped them out. Now, I had a friend of mine years ago, gosh, probably a decade ago, uh, he, he never watched football. And I was like, how come you don't watch football? And he said, well, it's because they're all, all the games are fixed. He said, everything's, everything's fixed. They're, uh, you know, they have this stuff planned out. Certain teams win, certain teams lose, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was That sad. is a conspiracy theory. Right. And, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, per se. We're all conspiracy theorists people at, you know, <laughs> my, we all Tony believe in dead. at least one. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, but, you know, JFK I trust that. JFK was right. killed by the CIA. Yeah, see. Yes. That's, that's Molly's. Just can't convince me otherwise. But uh, this game made me think that. After watching this game and rewatching it, I was like, man, those refs. They were definitely on the side of the Rams. I don't. I don't see how you can even say that. Just looking at the the penalty yardage. I mean, they had one penalty for four yards. We had seven for forty-one. Like it, to me, right. the penalties were not even that significant. Well, we'll go through them here in a second, and I'll show you why some okay. of them were significant. Now we lead the league in penalties. We have twenty-seven, and twelve of those are pre-snap penalties. Hmm. Do you know who? As at the bottom of the league? The Rams? Yep. Seven. <laughs> seven penalties. Total. In three games. Wow. Yes. We had seven just this game. Right. Right. But they should have had a lot more. We will get into that in a second. And okay. I can't wait to get to all 22 because I know it was a lot more. And these were just what I saw on the broadcast. And I wasn't even looking for penalties. Do you think it will shut those people up who say, oh, the refs are always on Tom Brady's side? No, it won't. It'll never shut those people up. No, no. But I did feel like, you know, there was something, you know, you had all these, like you pointed out, there was all these celebrities there, uh, you know, the stadium. It was a big game for them. You know, and and this ref crew is not a ref crew we've had before. It was, uh, they're, they're an AFC ref crew. The ref crew was Rolstad, Craig Rolstad. <clears throat> you know, so we we haven't had them, I don't think ever. So it was very strange, and a lot of it was quite blatantly obvious. Uh, even a couple times the announcers have mentioned it, but then they pulled back real quick from it. They always do. Yeah. So anyhow, they were more physical. The refs were definitely on their side. And we shot ourselves in the foot. I don't. I don't think they beat us. We beat ourselves. 
I just don't think we were playing on the same level. Like, I think we had no energy. Like, to me, we mm. were very blah. Yeah. We were missing that fire with JPP. Mm. I think that was the big thing. But I also think that it's week three and we're not that concerned with going full bore yet. Yeah. I've always talked about my football theory of thirds. Mm -hmm. Like the season is divided into three parts. And usually the teams who do well in the beginning, about week seven or eight, mm -hmm. six, seven, eight, they always fall off. So you get like the undefeated teams who they're like, oh, they're going seven and oh. Right. And like the finish, Steelers last year. Yeah. And yeah. then they finish the season like nine and seven. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, great. You know, a lot of good that seven win streak did you. Yep. It happens every year. So I just don't think this game was that important to us. Mm hmm. Yeah. I definitely felt like it was more important to them than it was to us. Mm -hmm. And. You know, we did look sluggish. And like mm -hmm. I said, they, they they were much more physical, had much more energy. Yeah. So, a uh, few things of note. Sue, Vito, and Nacho split snaps. They all played 50% of the defensive snaps. I noticed a lot more, which that's that's unusual. Usually Sue and Vita are up in the, you know, between 60 and 80%. So, it's unusual that. They only play 50%. I noticed it, and I think uh, – I, I want to say Troy Aikman even said something about how a few times you saw Vita and Sue out there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we had uh, Nacho out there with Goldston and McClendon and, and stuff like that a lot, so basically half the time. Mm -hmm. And that was very, very strange. I think they're resting the guys. I just don't think they're going to play hmm. that many snaps until probably the last third of the season. Yeah. I think they're saving up their energy like they do in the game sometimes. I think they're doing the same thing with the season. It's such a long season. Mm -hmm. And again, you don't want to blow your wad week three. Right. Like it's not, you know, you're not going to make it to the end of the season. So that's my theory. Yes. I, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, on the the thought that we shot ourselves in the foot, opinion had two bad punts. One yeah. was really bad, fifteen he did not yards. Look good. I know it he was doesn't awful. do that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand what happened there. He he yeah he had a couple of bad. Like he had four punts and only one was inside the twenty. Yeah. Whereas there, the Rams punter he had three punts and all three were inside the twenty. Mm hmm. So, I mean, that's a huge factor. Your field position. Yeah. Not doing us any favors there. Yes. And that just goes to show how, you know, bad we played. You know, it was us. That was us. That had yeah. nothing to do with them. Right. You know? And like Ryan Seca missed a field goal. Right. Right before the half. And that was really the turning point in the game, if you ask me. Uh, mm -hmm. there, was, there was actually a couple plays there before that I'll get into. More about the referees. But, yeah, him missing that field goal took us in the halftime. You know, we could have been, what, four away from him, but instead we were a touchdown. Seven, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was kind of a, what? You know, it wasn't even, it was, what, a 49-yarder? It's not like it was huge. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, these things just don't happen. Gronkowski dropped a pass on a third down, beautiful pass, right yeah. in his hands. Right off the fingers. Then he dropped one in the end zone. You know, and, he, and you're just like, that doesn't happen. This guy, you know, he usually catches, he'll catch a one-handed pass, mm-hmm. like an elite receiver, and just bring it in like it's nothing. But he had two dropped passes at crucial times. Jamal Dean dropped an interception right in his hands. Right in his hands. No right in his one hands. there. He should have had that. Yes. That one hurts. Uh, See, I would say the game changed right there, and that was like the first quarter. <laughs> It didn't bode well for the rest of the game, I thought. I don't know. It was just our playmakers were not making plays. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. I mean, where was Shaquille Barrett? Yeah. You know? Uh, Anybody. Vita. We got, like, no Same. pressure on Matt Stafford. Where not, was the pass rush? We had one sack for 12 yards. Yeah, it was a good sack, too. Golson where was, are y'all at? He was out there. He was vicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vita was getting some, some a little bit of pressure, but Stafford was just able to get the ball off before. And it was kind of like. How Tom Brady does. He gets the ball off before the pressure gets there, you know. Uh, Vita, as a matter of fact, one time, I think, it, yeah, it was the Deshaun Jackson 75-yarder. The announcers are saying, he, he's got all day. There's no pressure. As Vita Vale was coming down. Like in on, his face. Yeah, he hit Stafford as soon as he threw the ball. And it, it, I wanted to see the replay of that because, you know, he decleated him. Mm-hmm. But that play, Carlton Edwards – I mean, uh, Mike, Mike Edwards. Edwards, he fell down, just fell and just tripped. You know, it was like he went one way and decided to go the next and fell down. That's why Deshaun – it would have probably been an interception because he was he was way back there. He was there looking at the ball and uh, just fell down. You know, and that's, that's how Deshaun Jackson was able to get that big pass. Yes, I think it was that play. And – you know, that doesn't happen. Here's a guy that had two pick sixes last week. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's falling down. Uh, Devin White, he, he didn't have a good game. He he was our leading tackler with seven. but mm. uh, And those numbers are just abysmal, too. The tackles. Yeah, yeah. Like seven. But Come I on. saw him miss three tackles, and he got in the way of Carlton Davis. Uh, Cooper Cup got that big play. And he was—he looked like he was wide open. Well, it was because Devin White got in the way of Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis was right with Cooper Cup, and then Devin White got in his way, bumped him off the coverage. Very strange. So, yeah, nobody, nobody was stepping up. Nobody was making big plays. Now, Godwin and Evans, uh, you know, and Gronk made a few good plays. Uh, but really, other than that, you know, Tom Brady played well. I thought. Our leading rusher. Well, we yeah. got a running quarterback, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we 14 just, yards. And, and that's, you know, oh, going gosh. into this game, that's what I said. I said, if we can get Leonard Fournette going, or Ronald mm-hmm. Jones, I didn't care who it was. I just thought Fournette would be better. Then we would probably dominate this game. But, you know, we just abandoned the run so quick. I know. 35 yards total rushing, yeah. and 14 of that was Tom Brady. Yeah, and I think they had – I mean, Fournette and Jones both had like a two-yard average per yes. carry. Everyone did except yeah. Tom Brady. Yes, so it it was it was not a pretty game, but it, we didn't get our butts whooped. I don't feel like yeah. it was it, it was more us shooting ourselves in the foot. If we would have brought our A game, we would have won that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I, it's exactly that. We didn't bring our A game. We were not in. I don't know if we weren't interested in this game or just figured the stakes weren't that high. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, we have to travel. We had to travel all the way to yeah. the West Coast, and you know, it's a loud stadium, and uh, you know, we got some injuries, and well, and then you have to wonder: Is Tom Brady looking past this game to next week? Mm, yeah, where we go to New England. Right, that's gonna be a big game. It is a big game. So you're like, was this a half effort? Yeah, I I would have to say we definitely did not take this game as serious as they did. This is a big. This is probably the biggest game on their schedule. Now I think it's the biggest game on our schedule too, as far as competition is concerned. Yeah. But I don't think they, the Buccaneers, but, were like, dude. This is a long season. <laughs> yes. We're not week go out three there. is not an accurate measure of where you are as a team. No. Week 13 is. No. Week 16. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we're two and one. Yeah. We're fine. I can't believe Carolina's at the top of the division. I was just about to say that. That's like the worst part of this whole thing is. And, you know, they're Carolina lead- is leading the division. But again, who wants to blow their wad in week three? Right. The yeah. Carolina Panthers do, apparently. Right. I mean, they're leading the league in in defensive stats, like across the board. They're just killing it, you know. So, but we'll we'll see. You know, I I don't think they're near that good. No, especially they played defensively. Terrible opponents, the well, Jets. Yes, and you know they played the Saints, but mm-hmm. Jameis Winston showed up. So yeah, that's an easy win. And then there. who did? Oh, and then Thursday they played Levy Smith's defense at the Houston Texans. Yeah. Yeah, so they played two of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And then I, Jameis. Right. So <laughs> I am not I'm not concerned about the Panthers. No, I'm not all. threatened at all by them. I mean, we don't even see them until week 15. So <sighs> we don't see them until that's not I'm trying to get Ralph to go. They're oh, yeah. trying yeah. so hard. You guys peer pressure him, please. It's it's going to be at Carolina. It's the day after Christmas. It's not as fun going to a game. It's not a Buccaneers when you're not surrounded I by know, Buccaneers fans. But like, wouldn't it be awesome to watch them beat the Carolina Panthers in the Carolina Panthers stadium? I could do that from TV <laughs> from my living room. Okay, so in the first quarter, you got Dean dropped an interception. Uh, then in the first quarter at five forty one on third and five, Gronk drops. A first down pass. It was pretty deep, too. Right off his hands. Then, uh, the second quarter, 12 uh, Matthew F- Stafford throws a uh, completed pass short right to Tyler Higby for six yards for a touchdown. Now, on that play, their offensive line, like the whole right side, came out for like a screen to the tight end, and they were blocking people left and right. Uh, well, number 55, they're I think he's their left guard or their center, or their right guard or center. These he, numbers kill me. That's a linebacker number. And, uh, he held Levante David. Levante David was going to make the tackle, and he just grabs hold of Levante David and, like, like pulled him so that he couldn't get to the to Tyler Higby. I was like, what the? It's right there. But then again, you know, so there they go. They score a touchdown on a penalty. Uh, second quarter, 919 left. Tom Brady throws a complete short right to Ronald Jones. Uh, we got a penalty for illegal formation on this play. 
right? And you saw Bruce Arians sitting out there going, what the, you know, he was trying to explain to them, the refs, and they didn't want to hear anything about it. I, I looked at this. I have no idea why they threw the penalty on this. It, does, it makes no sense. We did not have an illegal formation. To prove the point, and I think Arians did this on purpose, he did the exact same play. About four minutes later, we score a touchdown on this play. It was the exact same play, exact same formation, except reversed. Uh, instead of we, we had O.J. Howard and Gronkowski lined up together on the left when they called it an illegal formation, we had them lined up on the right. It's a, um, it was the exact same it's, it's same in the formation, rule book, Ralph. I mean, that's fine on the left, but the right, <laughs> can't you can't it. be doing that. Why? Why would they allow that? <laughs> yeah. So he did it. He did. He. He. I know he did that on purpose. He was like, "We're going to run that same formation. We're going to score a touchdown, and let's see if they call flag this time." They didn't. No flag. Yeah. So. I, if somebody out somebody out there wants to explain to me why that was illegal formation, I'm all ears. So we got screwed on that one. Uh, so then let me see. Uh, the second quarter, four oh eight. Uh, Chris Godwin, right? He goes in for a touchdown, right? Uh, this one you had. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I think this was the one. No, wait a minute. Yeah. Can't remember. Anyhow, O.J. Howard and Gronkowski are blocking, right? And this is like plainly obvious in the replay. That one of the defenders just grabs hold of Howard's helmet and turns and pushes his head all the way back. He's looking at the sky. Mm-hmm. And it was right there. It was so, right there. I mean, and the ball was running right there. Everybody's looking right there. The camera was right there. <laughs> and here's... The defender got hands to the face, pushing O.J. Howard, and uh, we ended up scoring a touchdown. But that should have been a penalty. How how was that not a penalty? I don't know. Everybody saw it. So. It's not a penalty if their number starts with eight. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw a, a touchdown to Cooper Cup. Now this was this is the second quarter. Fifty-four seconds left. They ran a bunch formation. They had three receivers out wide in a bunch, and we we were playing man coverage, so we had our three defenders right there in front of them. They hiked the ball. Two of their receivers went out and ran straight into our defenders. Ran into them. Pick play. Yeah, and one of them ended up getting in the way of. I think it was Carlton Davis who was supposed to be covering oh, Cooper. Oh, I remember that. That was in the end zone, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cooper ended up being wide open. Oh, yeah. And Carlton was, like, screaming for a penalty on that one. But it should have been. Yeah. I mean, the receivers just went straight out and ran into the defenders and then blocked Carlton Davis. I mean, it was it was so obvious. I. So, it's, it's frustrating. You know, here it is. We're getting penalized for plays that – you know, an illegal formation. It was not an illegal formation, but yet they're able to hold for a touchdown, uh, hands to the face, right in front of everybody. You know, and then you got your wide receivers physically running into our defenders, basically blocking. They were doing blocking on a pass play. You can't do that. So 
That was aggravating. Um, and then, with 51 seconds left in the second quarter, uh, Tom Brady throws a pass complete short to uh, Chris Godwin, who got us a first down, and they threw a penalty on Rob Gronkowski for offensive pass interference. It was completely bullshit. He didn't even touch the guy. I mean, was he it might. Somebody else? Did they just call the wrong number? They might have, but I don't know. But even the announcers were like, "I don't, I didn't see what he did there. He didn't do anything." It was very strange, very strange. So then, uh, Evans drops a pass. Forty-five seconds left in the second quarter. That was unusual too. Eh, actually, not. Evans drops a few every game. It seems like. Uh, but then you know, here it is. We're trying to score a touchdown. You know, and uh, the, the score was seven fourteen at this time. So we were we were trying to go in with a touchdown, tie the game up at the end of the half. Uh, then with four seconds left, second quarter, Tom Brady gets sacked by Aaron Donald. Now, Aaron Donald hits his hand. The ball comes out. Mm-hmm. Giovanni Bernard ends up catching the ball. And running for a first down. He ended up getting like 20 yards after that. Well, the referees, in all their stupid wisdom, decided to say it was a fumble, and it was a forward fumble, so they couldn't advance the ball. So instead of us getting 20 yards and first down, easy field goal range, it ended up being a negative six-yard sack, six sack. But then when you look at it, the ball went backwards. When it got hit, you know, Tom Brady's hand goes forward, but the ball went backwards into Giovanni's. It, so it wasn't a forward fumble. So we just got screwed. I mean, that's like five times right there where we got screwed by the refs. And we're not even in the first half. We haven't even left the first half yet. So anyhow, that ended up in us trying to kick a field goal, 49-yarder. You know, we would have been at the 20, you know, instead of, you know, so it would have been a 37 yarder instead of 49 or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It would have been, would have been a chip shot. And Suck Up ends up missing the field goal. So we go in the half down a touchdown. Then they come out and uh, like two plays. That's when they do that bomb to Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. That one's more irritating than anything else. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it was, you know, it wasn't a breakdown in our coverage. It wasn't our guys you know, getting beat. Edwards slipped and fell down. You know, you're like, what the, you know, what, how, what are the chances of this crap happening like this? So, anyhow, the third quarter, 14 19, uh, Matthew Stafford throws it deep to Robert Woods. It was, it ended up being incomplete, but both the right tackle and and the, I think it was, yeah, right tackle and left tackle. No, left tackle, uh, right guard. They both um, false started. And they didn't get a penalty. I mean, how do you do that? How do, how, how do the referees not see that? Yeah. I know. But, of course, we got like three during this game. Yeah, so anyhow, on that Deshaun Jackson, 75 yards, 
Uh, Mike Edwards falls down in coverage. Uh, both the announcers were saying that Stafford had all day to throw it back there, but he didn't. I mean, it was like three seconds, and Vita was coming barreling down at him. <laughs> and I really want to see what happened. Because, I mean, Vita was coming at him from like four yards at full speed. Yeah. I know he decleated him. Uh, so, anyhow, Deshaun Jackson, he's running in, right? We got three defenders behind him running at him. Uh, two of them are pretty close. And he, like, slows down, and he turns around, and he looks, and then he, like, goes to the right. You know, instead of running straight in, he, he was going to try to be cute, you know, and uh, kind of, like, take his time. And uh, then there was another defender coming up behind him, so he had to bring the ball up real quick, and he stepped into the end zone. <clears throat> and I was like, how isn't that taunting? I and mean, if we're going to be nitpicky about the taunting, yeah going to give our guys taunting for turning around before they go in the end zone why can't you say that's taunting right you can they just you could not to. yes yeah. you very well could have and it looked to me like he said something when he turned around and i think it was mike edwards that he turned around and said something to he didn't turn all the way around maybe that's what it is you can you can do 95 degrees but not 180 <laughs> degrees something like that <laughs> they have to have limits ralph well then Speaking of taunting, the play that Gronkowski got hurt, uh, this was oh. the third quarter, 11-32. Um, Terrell Lewis, number five, number 52, he hit Gronkowski, right? Right in the ribs. Tackles him. They go to the ground. He gets up, and he stood over Gronkowski and looked down, and he said something to him. I mean, he stood there for a good second or two. Yeah, isn't that taunting? Exactly. I thought that was the whole reason why we had this taunting rule. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can't stand over injured players and talk crap to them. But he did. No flag there. I mean, he did. He stood over top of him, and you could see him looking down, and you could see his mouth moving, you know. Yeah, you can tell when they're talking. Yeah. Hmm. So how come that wasn't taunting? Yeah. Uh, so no, it was Deshaun Jackson. Third quarter, eight minutes, twelve seconds left. It's fourteen twenty-one. Stafford throws a complete to Deshaun Jackson for forty yards. That's the one where Devin White got in the way of uh, number twenty-four Carlton Davis and knocked him off of coverage. That was just boneheaded. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely not our best showing. They were not, again, I don't think they're firing on all cylinders at this mm. point in the season. Yeah. Uh, third quarter, 6.07, Tom Brady got sacked by Kenny Young for a nine-yard sack. Uh, that was the running back got beat on a blitz pickup there. He just got clobbered. He tried to block it, and I think it was Giovanni Bernard. Not real sure. Uh, and then <laughs> fourth quarter. <laughs> Third quarter, 4.33 left. It's 14.28. Bradley Pinion punts a 15-yard ball from R24. See, we were talking him up like just last week. Mm -hmm. And now we need a new punter. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Don't don't do that, guys. Yeah, he won won the special teams player of the week. I I mean, he just doesn't do this. Yeah. And the... You know, it was fourteen twenty eight at that point. He he punted it, 
he gave them the ball on, I think, like the 32, 38 of our thing. Uh, you know, and then they, I think they scored a field goal. Yeah, they scored a field goal on that, and that put it up 31 14. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had plenty of time to come back, and uh, we just didn't do it. Yeah. You know, it was just a lot of. Yeah, and even in the fourth quarter, like, there was not a whole lot of urgency. It didn't really seem like we wanted to mount a comeback. Didn't see, yeah, I, I was pointing that out. I was like, we're not hustling to the line. We weren't no, really doing a two-minute no offense. Point, yeah, at yeah. no point were we like, did it ever feel like they were trying to come back in this game? Yeah. Yeah, at uh, three, third quarter, this is the third quarter still, 127. They're up 31-14. Uh, Gronkowski dropped a pass in the end zone. And then, then in the very next play, 122 left, uh, Tom Brady throws it away out of the back of the end zone. It was, you could say it was intended for Gronkowski. He was there, but uh, Tom Brady. He's not hauling it in. No, no, Tom Brady threw it away. Uh, Number five, one of their cornerbacks. Stupid numbers. He comes running over from the left side of the field, and Gronkowski, Gronkowski was right underneath the the uh, field goal, the left side of the field goal as you're facing the field goal. Uh, he was over a couple yards away from that. The, the ball was thrown over his head. It was not catchable. This guy, number five, comes running over and hit Gronkowski right in the head. Yes. Really? Yeah, and even Troy Aikman mentioned it. But oh. it was funny because as soon as he mentioned it, he kind of just – he went, oh, he got hit in the head there. And then that was it. They didn't do a replay or anything. But now, I mean, you see Gronkowski's head snap back. And that guy came over intentionally to hurt Gronkowski and hit him in the head enough to snap his head back. And Gronkowski turned around and said something to him afterwards. And, you know, it was – it should have been unnecessary roughness, no doubt. But, you know, he, he was a defenseless receiver. He wasn't looking. He wasn't expecting that guy. The ball was out of bounds. He had already hit the ground. This guy comes over and hits him right in the head with his helmet. See, that is what I'm saying. I feel like they cared about this game more than we did. Yeah. So that's at uh, 122 in the third quarter, if anybody wants to go look that up. Just keep an eye on number five. I mean, he comes running over there specifically to hit – Gronkowski in the head with his helmet, and he does. Now, in the fourth quarter, 110, uh, the score is 34-24. We needed two onside kicks to recover two onside kicks at this point. Now, we were saying uh, in that fourth quarter when we needed, we were down two scores, we kept saying we need a turnover for our defense. Our defense needs a turnover. And we were confident we were going to get one, but they didn't. That was so strange. And it was like they didn't even try. There was no, again, there's no oomph with this game. mm -mm. No, it was very, very strange. No fire. It was a very blah game, I felt like, for the Buccaneers. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Like I said, we brought our C game. But in that that first onside kick, or the the onside kick, uh, we needed to recover two. We needed to recover the first one, score, do it again and score again. 
and we needed to do all that in one minute and 10 seconds. Well, we did the onside kick. It was perfect. It was beautiful. And we had two opportunities for that. Our, our boy, 48, uh, Grant Sturt, Stewart, the Viking with the fluffy hair, mm-hmm. he had it and slipped. Uh. Yeah, he was going for it and slipped and fell down. And then Winfield had it. He came over and he actually got his hands on it. He come running over and it bounced and it was right there for him. And he put his hands out and it like hit and uh, he couldn't get a hold of it. I don't know what that was about. But I mean, we could, we should, we had two opportunities there to recover that onside kick and we should have. And it was just like, it, that was, that was kind of summed up the whole game. You know, we had it, just didn't get it. We screwed up. We fell down. <laughs> And then we let it bounce off our hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much is endemic of the whole game. Yeah. It, you know, it, it sucked. I wanted to win it. I wanted, I wanted to go undefeated all season. Yeah, I did too. You know, uh, and I think we could, but you know, we just did not show up for this Rams game. Now, don't get me wrong. Rams are a good team. You know, yeah. they're, the, they're the best team in the NFC besides sure. us, you know. I would say best team in the NFL besides us. And, you know, we'll probably see them in the playoffs. We'll probably knock them out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You you can bet your sweet butt we are going to be extremely physical next time we play those guys. Because they would just be – I mean, like after every play, you saw them like shoving and pushing us and everything, and we were not really retaliating a whole lot. Although Which was, Jensen and uh, Aaron Donald got into it at one point. Yeah, that was funny. But you were like, I knew you would. I knew yeah. you would, buddy. Uh, yeah, the ref had to get in between those two. Mm-hmm. Who, who in their right mind would do that? I know. Those guys, those refs feel invincible, don't mm-hmm. they? Well, they are. I mean. Yeah, you can't touch the ref. You can't touch them. I'll kick you out. Yeah. So the refs really blew this game, I felt. Uh, you know that the, the one, the the illegal formation call. I, they need to explain that, because the, there was no illegal formation, and like I said, they ran the same exact formation, like three plays later, just reversed it. And I know Arians went up to the referees and, and pointed it out after the play. He said, "Yeah, we just scored a touchdown on the the formation you said was illegal." So. I think y'all need to go back and relook at that. But it it was just a lot of little things where they they were getting away with stuff that you know it really made me think: Are these refs seriously wanting the Rams to win? They're, you know, they were calling silly penalties on us. They called uh, offsides. Uh, Levante David. They called offsides on him, and I swear to God, he was not offsides. I'm not sure. I have to look at it in all 22. I couldn't see it on the broadcast, but it looked to me like he went as soon as the ball snapped. Well, I mean, I think it. I think it's probable that the rest were terrible, but I don't think had they been decent that the game would have been any different. Mm, I don't know. I just it would have been closer. I mean, maybe, but I just didn't. I don't, again, I don't think we brought our no. A game to no. even be able to. I mean, we competed with them. We only lost by 10 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not bad. It's not like we got blown out by them, but we certainly 
didn't deserve to win that game and it didn't feel like we wanted to. Yeah, I, it'd be it'd be interesting. I haven't watched the press conferences yet, but uh, it'd be interesting to know the psychology of these guys, how they, what they were thinking going in and how they felt afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, did they really care? I know. I, mean, I didn't you know, feel that way. I, I I don't think they wanted to lose. No. You know, but I, I don't know, man. But how bad did they want to win? Right. It didn't seem like that bad. But I'm not worried about it. I'm yeah. just, you know, it's just one of those games. I and Do they just want fuel for the playoffs? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it could be that. I don't, don't know. know. They seem to feed off of it. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, well, it was a winning formula last year. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't like this whole abandoning the run as quick as we do. It's one thing I'm not a fan with Bruce Arians and Leftwich's system. Is it, You know, it's just the run game is an afterthought. And we, you know, we do, Brady threw it, what, 55 times? Come on. We've run the most plays in the NFL of all teams so far. And I'm pretty sure we've that Brady has thrown the most of anybody in the NFL, and you know I'd I'd prefer I'd prefer him not to have to do that. Yeah, yeah. You want a balanced approach. You want to be able to rely on more than one part of your offense. Well, we're seeing across the league, and you know we 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 talked about this that the quarterback play across the league is just absolutely atrocious. But the running is almost non-existent. I mean, even Tennessee is not running like they used to. Mm-hmm. There, there yeah. is no running team now. And we, Ralph and I talked about running backs. You know, it was like San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers. Hmm. They had a couple years ago, they had Melvin Gordon, who was a stud, top five running back. Mm-hmm. And then they had Austin Eckler. Yeah. And Melvin Gordon held out because he wanted more money. And they said, no, thanks. Mm -hmm. And it ruined his career. I mean, he's over in Denver. What's he doing? Yeah. Yeah. He was in Atlanta last year. Didn't do anything with him. No, he wasn't. No, Todd Gurley was the one. Todd Gurley. Yeah. Yeah. But Todd Gurley is another one. Perfect Mm -hmm. example from the Rams. Top pick in the draft. They paid him a lot of money. And then, you know, where is he now? I mean, he was Atlanta last year. He got cut after a year. Mm -hmm. Where is he? I don't know. Comment below if you know. But it's, we don't, you know, it's like Ezekiel Elliott was the last of those running backs who they're the workhorse and they held out and got paid. Yes. He was the last to do that. He did it like three times. He ruined it for everyone else, apparently, because it, Nobody cares about running backs anymore. That's yeah. how it feels. The teams are not running. They're not running. If anything, they're doing like screen passes to their mm-hmm. running backs. Mm-hmm. You know, that seems to be huge this year. But the quarterback play is atrocious. Watching Matt Ryan, I have ne- this year, you know, I've always been high on Matt Ryan. This year, he just sucks, man. He's, but I'm noticing this with all the quarterbacks across the league. And even Tom Brady's done this a couple times. They're they're just throwing the ball up for grabs whenever they're getting grabbed, you know, when they're getting sacked as they're going to the ground. They'll just, I mean, I've seen them toss it over their shoulders. Every single quarterback is doing that. There's something 
something something has permeated through the league where you know this is okay now. It used to be you could never do that. You know, you get chewed out if you do some crap like that. But now every single quarterback is doing it. You know, it's like you're getting sacked, you're going to the ground. It's like, eh, it's okay, just throw it up. You know, I mean, Tom Brady's done it this year. There's something something going on like that. But the quarterback play, I think, is just crap across the league. I mean, we're seeing good stuff. You know, we saw Tom Brady played well. Uh, the, the Rams quarterback, he played well. Stafford. And, you know, you're seeing some good passes and stuff throughout the league and everything. But, you know, they're running and they're not sliding. You know, Tom Brady's one of the few mm-hmm. quarterbacks that slides. You know, they're, I mean, they're, they're jumping head first. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're throwing the ball up when they're getting, you know, sacked. It's, it's, they're jumping up in the air and throwing While it. While they're throwing. <laughs> I know. You know, they were talking about Pat Mahomes this weekend where he had one of those. He threw up in the air. Yeah. It got intercepted to the absolute shock of no one but the announcers. <laughs> they were like, oh, we've never seen that before. Really? How could you not see that coming? Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, just bad form. They're throwing off their mm-hmm. uh, front foot, back foot, left foot. Just you know, they're it's just ugly quarterback play out there, and it it's like every team now. It's all about the quarterback. You know, that there is no running backs. You know, running backs don't mean anything. There's no team that is a what you would consider a running team. You know, it's it's just like it's just gone crazy. It's all, it's like the wild wild west out there. It's like you get a quarterback and you just tell him well, just chunk it, mm-hmm. chunk it. You know, if you feel pressured, chunk it. If you <laughs> the, we don't care about form, we don't care about precision, we don't care about intentional grounding calls. You know, just just chunk it. Something weird going on. Dunna. Do know maybe towards the end of the year we'll start seeing more running, but I, you know, I, I like running, yeah, I like a good running team, but they're just it's gone now. It's sad. I don't want to see you know 100, 200 passes a game. You know, see, uh, Tom Brady threw it 55 times. How many times did 38? Stafford, he had 38. Okay, so that's what 90. 90-some passes. 93? Good Lord. Whatever. And how many runs? Yeah, both both of us are not rushing attempts. We had 13. They had 24. So 37. 37 rushing attempts and 93 passing. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Don't know. League has gotten weird. But I, I, you know, it, this is week three. Tom Brady's fresh, fifty-five passes, not too, you know, that's too many. But he could, but I, I don't want him to be entering week seventeen having thrown fifty passes a week for sixteen weeks. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't want any quarterback to do that. But Tom Brady, you know, he's getting up there in, in age. He's going to hit the wall eventually, theoretically. <laughs> we think. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I'm not trying to rush it, you know. Get it here quick. Let's leave his arm. Get let, let it get some rest a little bit. Let him 
Let him hand it off. You know, and defenses are going to start being completely pass protection. You know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, we, you know, we're great at stopping the run, but what good is that if nobody runs? I mean, nobody runs on us. They don't mm-hmm. even try. Uh, we have the most pass attempts on us in the league at 333, I think it is. Wow. Yeah, it's like 60 more than the second place. Yeah, the Rams had 76 yards rushing against us. Yeah, and they did most of that in the fourth quarter when they were just trying to run off the clock. Yeah. yeah. They had 24 carries. Yeah, I think they they went into the fourth quarter with like ten rushes. I'm just pulling that number out of my butt. So okay, um, but yeah, it, you know, it hurt. It was a tough game. It was a tough loss, and it was very very strange that feeling. You know, because so for so long, that's what we were used to. Was like, I know. Nah, 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 it was game. every week. Yep. For for many many years, we yep. had a lot of upsets, losses, but. It's been almost a year since we've lost a game, 300 yeah. and some days. I think it was 301, somebody tweeted. Yeah, and you, you're like, wow, this is a weird feeling. I know. You know, I mean, we were, we And that's through. why I just don't even care. I'm just like, okay, like, that's football. That's uh, any given Sunday. Mm. Anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. It's the nature of the game. And we've been very fortunate to not have to have this feeling for so long, but eventually it comes back. It's, you know, you're not going to be good forever. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, we played a good team. They played well. You know, they had, I don't know how much they paid the refs for this game, but (laughs) they gave them a large chunk (laughs) of money to throw this game for them. Maybe uh, Sean McVay just let them hug his fiance. Is she hot? Yeah. You How can I be a ref? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember that was part of the reason Jared Goff got canned because he was in a group chat talking about. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. talking about Sean McVay's fiance, yeah. maybe his wife now. I don't know. Wow. So all you of know, you are googling Sean McVay's fiance at this point. Half of them probably know. Yeah. But are Googling just for good measure. Yeah, or you reminded them. Like, oh, you go check out Sean McVay. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> so, you know, I know I know a lot of people are... Are you serious right now? Yes. Ver- <laughs> Veronica... Good Lord, what a name. Veronica Comine? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Not too shabby. Good Lord, she looks like she's 20... I, he does too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a good looking couple there. <laughs> I know. I know. They're so pretty. Wow. Like um yeah. LaFleur in uh What's his wife look like? Probably about the same. LaFleur. So, you know, I know everybody out there is grousing about our secondary. You know. Don't don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Wait. We didn't even come out unscathed in this either. Um, Bruce Arians said he's not sure about Jamel Dean, what's going to happen Yeah. with his injury. But then we learned Scotty Miller has a pretty significant turf toe injury. And Adam Schefter is, show, is saying that he's going to be going on IR. And 
they're awaiting test results to see how long he'll be on there, but it's probably going to be a significant amount of time. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, Antonio Brown, what's wrong with him? Oh, COVID. He's uh, on the COVID list, okay. so, so he'll, he'll be, be back. He'll be fine. Um, JPP, they asked if he was going to return to practice this week, and Arian said no, probably not. Uh, yeah. What about Giovanni Bernard? He hurt his knee in that last touchdown. I haven't seen anything about that. And Gronkowski, he's okay? I believe so. I was worried about that. He took a hard. I thought for sure he broke ribs. And, you know, just that they took him to the locker room. And remember, last season was only his second completely healthy season of his career. Yeah, yeah. So he is pretty injury prone, though we haven't seen it here at the Buccaneers yet. So, yeah, I saw him go into the locker room, and that was concerning. But I was happy that he came back out and played and was okay. I was happy he was okay. Yes, very much so. Don't want to lose him. Right. But, you know, hey, that's that's football. You just deal with adverse conditions. And we didn't. But like I said, guys, you know, I know – it's such a foreign feeling for us. You go a whole year almost without a loss, and then you lose a big game like this to an opponent that you know you want to beat and everything. But, dude, a few weeks down the road, we will completely have forgotten this game. I mean, who we got coming up next? Patriots. Uh, we got we got a string of tough teams coming up, right? Hold on. Yeah, I have the schedule. So we've got week four. We have New England. Week five. Miami. Yeah, that'd be easy. Week six, Philadelphia. That's a Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Then week seven, we have New Orleans. Okay. And then we got the bye, week eight. All right, yeah. So really, after this Patriots game, we're, we we can cruise for a little bit. Uh, New Orleans, I don't know. Everybody else is scared of them. I'm not scared of them. Well, I, division I, games are just always tough. And yeah. if Jameis is still starting, he'll have a chip <laughs> on his shoulder. So Yeah. Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder for us, don't they? Yeah. Uh, so, guys, you know, it is a long, long season. We blew up the um, records. We don't have the, you know, 30-plus points. But we did set the record, so that's fine. I uh, know. You know. Well, you know, somebody – I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, Andrew Siciliano on NFL – from the NFL Network. He said, so we had scored 30-plus points in each of our last nine games, which was the longest streak, and then the Rams had not allowed an opponent to score 30-plus games in any of their last 15 regular season games. So that was the second longest active streak. So they have continued their streak. They busted ours, which that sucks. But Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, the only stats that matter is the win-loss column. Which we didn't get that one either, so. What? The win? The win. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they're only one game ahead of us right now. It's a long season. Yeah, guys, don't worry about it. We're going to have much more wins than we will losses, and I know it sucks right now, and everybody wants to blame penalties and secondary and linebackers and defensive line. Oh, it's Byron's fault. Whoever you don't like, you can blame them right now. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand the blame game. Like I just don't. It is what it is. Yeah. They played a better game. Yeah. 
getting it's time to move on. Yep. Move on to the Patriots. Hopefully, guys, I will have some All 22. Now, the All 22 did come out on Game Pass. It came out Friday, and it's a mess, man. I mean, it is absolutely horrible. I don't know how I'm going. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to make the videos with the new format they got. It's it's going to be really tough, so we'll we'll see. But I am anxious to see this All 22 and see what what. Uh, get some more detail as to what really happened out there on the field and why we lost. Uh, so I'll share that with you guys. It'll probably be uh, Wednesday or Thursday. So we'll have that in our, our next podcast probably. So you got anything else, Molly? No. I am starving. It. I am ready for some food. All right. Let's wrap this up. Let's do it. All right, guys. Till next time. Go Bucks. <laughs>